everybody, and welcome to the Free Action Net Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Conklin. How are you today? I hope you're good. So, marvelous podcast for today. So, get excited because I actually think this one's kind of a, uh, this is a big deal podcast. A, a lot of, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of small deal podcasts. Pretty much everyone that's on the podcast, I think, is a, a perfect person to have on the podcast because everybody's got a story to tell. This one's really interesting and kind of uh, remarkable. So I, I just did an assignment um, with the guys at ConocoPhillips, and that is they wanted us to go down and look at an operation in Qatar, uh, 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 LNG operation, liquefied natural gas operation. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Uh, get to hang out with friends and do good work, and ConocoPhillips is a remarkable company. And they've done great things. And so I had no idea what to expect. You probably wouldn't either, but that's fine. Not knowing is a better way to go into a situation than knowing because I don't have any preconceived notions. I don't have any biases other than my normal biases that I always carry around. You know, I'm, I'm just there to learn and, and suck in and meet people and just see what happens. And what was interesting is that what we had to say about safety – and human performance and sort of moving away from traditional views of kind of enforcement and outcomes to more contemporary views of seeing safety as a capacity really resonated, not just with the folks that were from the United States that were working at ConocoPhillips, but in fact with their hosts, um, the Qatari people and, and the gas company they run and the gigantic operation that they have to actually provide LNG to the world. And I was shocked, happily so, stunned maybe is a better word, that the message I was delivering, the timing seemed to be almost perfect for that message. And so here I am, far away from home, far, far away from home, in a hotel uh, that doesn't serve eggs. I'll tell you about that later, or maybe I already have. Um, working with an organization that's hungry to understand how to see the world differently and how to take what they've done, which is actually quite successful, and move it to that next level. It's, it's amazing, you guys. It's exactly the same problems and challenges that we have in our companies, just far away and completely in a different culture. And it was amazing. It was, it was super interesting to see. And out of that, I got to meet with the chief operating officer for, for health, safety, environment, and quality, Khalid Al-Hamadi, who was this remarkable forward-thinking leader who was very, very, very open to being told that in order to improve, they had to change some of the paradigms that had sort of taken them to where they've gotten to before. And it was funny because the first meeting I had with him, Khalid says to me, we're really learning to embrace the red and question the green. Well, I knew when he said that, that, that that's a Hopkins phrase, and that's a beautiful, beautiful way to think of safety. I mean, it's, I can't even think of a better way to think of safety. And I knew that I was in the presence of people who had been thinking about this journey 
and that this was not the first dip of the toe. This was actually the time to change. And the company itself is in sort of a cultural transition. Two big companies are combining to become one even bigger company. And their biggest fear is that they don't know what they don't know, and they have to know what they don't know. And so embracing the red and questioning the green became a theme for this entire week. And I have to tell you guys, and you know this if you're listening, if you're going to go work with a company that's starting on this journey and that's your going into place, that's the starting part of the discussion, you know it's going to be a great week. Tremendous food, incredible hospitality. Did I say the food was tremendous? The tr food was tremendous. Every meal, there were hundreds of thousands of plates. It was all I could do to roll my fat butt out of the chair and stand up and walk someplace. But I did it. I did it. I, con I, did, I, I came. I ate. I conquered. It was great. And what we started in Qatar with Qatar Gas was really a discussion. And that's what we're going to share with you. So take a moment and listen carefully to what Khalid has to say to us. Because he's going to share a lot about what they're thinking and where they are. And I know you're going to love this. This is really valuable. It's valuable because you'll learn from it. But it's also valuable to know that the world is a small place and we all share the same problems. Imagine if you had 74 different nationalities and at least that many languages represented on your site. Imagine the challenges of running safety. Here we go. Sit back and listen. This is Khalid Al-Hermadi and his discussion on safety and change and the new view. Uh, thank you, Todd. Uh, my name is uh, Khalid Al-Hamidi. I'm uh, the Chief Operating Officer for Health, Safety, Environment and Quality uh, at Qatar Gaza. Uh, I've, been, I've been in this business for almost 24 years now. I'm, uh, I'm not that old. So you're on a journey, and you guys have been on a journey for a while. And the journey that you've been on, the story that you tell about that journey is a journey that I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast are going to think about. You're in a position where you do lots of high-risk work with a, a quite multinational population of workers who are almost half and half short service long-term with a very, shall we say, um, not aggressive, but a very involved shareholder group. So that's really put you in a position where you manage high-risk safety at a much different level. What have you learned about managing the kind of safety you manage? Well, uh, looking at uh, over the past 20 years, uh, the legacy Qatar Gaz and legacy Ras Gaz, they've been extremely successful in, uh, in our business, in LNG. Uh, however, uh, we, we managed to improve and we've been stagnant for a while. Similar to most international companies, I think uh, over time you, uh, in t as part of the learning organization, uh, you seek to, uh, for opportunities to improve. But then you stall. You just you feel that no matter what you do, the performance doesn't really change much. And uh, the gap as you are approaching to uh, zero incident it seems extremely difficult 
to to close that gap. So, uh, and part of uh, our initiatives uh, is inviting uh, um, speakers, international speakers uh, like yourself, on uh, an uh, annual basis. And uh, I remember, uh, I think that was more than uh, 10 years ago, 11 years, I think it was 2007, when we had uh, Professor Andrew Hopkins. And this is the first time when we uh, hear the concept of uh, chronic unease and uh, appraising uh, the red and questioning the green. Because the way we look at our KPIs, people, they, uh, they're not willing to receive bad news. When, when, and people are even reluctant to communicate uh, bad news. So uh, it, it was quite uh, a paradigm shift for us in terms of how do we view bad news and how do we look at them as a learning opportunity. And uh, this has been a journey. Uh, it's, it's, it should be part of your DNA. Uh, and the organization is, is not to uh, judge people uh, or judge failures very quickly and uh, rather than trying to understand what went wrong and trying to understand the context, try to understand the data you have before uh, you move forward. And, and, and this is, to us, I think it's, it's very important in, uh, in our uh, safety culture and our philosophy uh, and our approach to uh, safety or or in all part of our business is yes we don't like bad news we don't like to be in the red however we need to understand it and and try we're not shy to uh, uh, be transparent and i think part of that also having a global uh, partnership with with uh, multiple shareholders really did give us the competitive edge and we have access you know international uh, companies they can compete globally but when it comes to safety it's totally different we we really collaborate and, and we have one common uh, goal so uh, we really don't compete in safety we we support each other so uh, that really helped us to have access to uh, uh, global organizations and reach out and, and see what others are doing and this is really the beauty to us, we are well positioned to uh, uh, look at uh, international companies and see what they do and compare and customize the global best practices to suit our specific, fit for risk, basically, to suit our specific needs. And, uh, but it's, uh, are we satisfied? I don't think uh, we are. We eagerly uh, anxious to, to learn and, and, and continue to develop. And uh, this is our journey. We will never be satisfied. What what surprised you on this journey? What what have you really been surprised by? You've got a lot of deep experience in the field, um, a highly complex operation, pretty good reach globally. I mean, you're at the top of the game. What surprised you as as a senior leader managing this organization? Where's your learning coming from? This is a very interesting question, I think. Uh, looking at the new Qatar Gaz, we have uh, uh, 74 different nationalities. And uh, to many people, this could be a, a serious challenge or a weakness. But we really look at it as a strength. 
because everyone brings in a lot of uh, you know different backgrounds, different experiences. So the dynamics uh, of introducing change, I think people are, are we we are living change, and uh, the adaptability within the organization to change or or sharing uh, is is tremendous. And uh, to me, this is you know, uh, when when. Uh, at the beginning, we thought that could be a serious challenge. But honestly, it's that blend is, is one key contributing factor to our success. Um, so in that same vein, what advice would you give other organizations that have a highly multicultural population Lots of balance between contractor and and kind of regular employee and high risk work. What 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 hints can you give them? What have you guys learned that you think are the strong sort of powerful forces you carry into that? I I, I know that management of change is important, and I'm watching you actually do that. But what else what else would make a difference? Okay, uh, I think challenges to the industry are very common. Uh, we we have similar incidents. We have we learn from each other globally, no doubt. Uh, but I think we need to look internally and and try to understand the strength and what the, what our people can contribute to the whole process of being effective. Uh, when it comes, for example, to our approach to investigation, investigating an incident, I think. Uh, it's it's important to reach out to those uh, who are working at the working level and try to understand the context and where are the opportunities for improvement. It's it's not about uh, I think we've been engineers are are you know they like to think in a structured way you know uh, cause and effect approach you know, uh, or what if uh, scenario approach, but. I think we need we need to look differently in terms of uh, the collective, the team, uh, or the context. How how are we uh, conducting our activities day in day out? Uh, that will give you a different perspective of uh, the challenges at at the working level. So uh, I think that this is one key area we are putting a lot of effort to understand the human performance and uh, reaching out to. Uh, the working level, as they are the subject matter expert at their specific area, and uh, we have procedures, we have global practices or safe work practices, but yet how effective they are, and uh, unless we we complete that dialogue with the working level, we will not be effective at all. So, what's the future look like for you guys? What'll Carter Gas's safety and health program look like? In five years, it's what we are really after is a sustainable performance. It's not it's not a one-off uh, objective as you know to reach. We could be excellent uh, next year, but the year after uh, we're not so. Uh, so it's it's how do we ensure our barriers or safeguards are continuously effective, and we have where we are today. I think we've answered the two major questions when it comes to are we do we know our uh, hazards do we know the barriers uh, if they are in place or not but how do we ensure those barriers 
remains healthy, this is the challenge ahead. And this is all our efforts will be on sustainable HEC performance. Any final thoughts, any hints? The rest of the world's listening, and it's a good chance to say it. Well, uh, final thought is around the learning uh, team. I think this is, to me, this is new learning, really, to me personally, in terms of how do we look at uh, investigations instead of conducting the typical conventional approach of investigation. Continue doing that. However, look at learning opportunities and, and look at how do you really establish a learning team, try to address the issue, not the symptoms. And uh, we're still, and, uh, this is something new, we're still digesting this approach, uh, concept. And hopefully we can share with you in the near future the outcome of our uh, exploration. So thank you, Todd. Okay, what's your gut instinct on that? I'd be curious to know what you're thinking. Um, it was really, it was, that was really special. I got invited up to – so he's the chief operating officer for ES, or H, HSENQ. I want to say ESHNQ. Uh Health, safety, environment, and quality. So I went into his office and uh, sat on the nice couches, and they brought some incredible coffee because that's how they do it. And there was a thing of chocolates. It was really, it was really nice. But I, to me, the, the part that impressed me was not the office or the coffee or the chocolates. Was his willingness to have this discussion with us, with 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 the people who listen to this podcast. I mean, it was pretty much no holds barred. And I th- there's a couple things that I think are worth pointing out one to me is the the emphasis on sustainability and it it became really obvious then in a site that complex and that large with that much going on culturally and from an employment standpoint that they realized quite profoundly that sustainability had to really be as he said a part of their dna and so they build systems with an eye towards how this system will perform for the long term and they're very curious in becoming a learning organization how they can build sustainability for a learning organization into that learning organization. And that's, that's a really interesting conversation um, because, as with most companies, the enemy of getting better is being good. And so the, they're not bad. I mean, they're actually quite good. The, this wasn't really a discussion about being safe. This was a discussion about the next layer of being safer. and how that translated into moving to that next level of performance. And they're starting to notice, and that's why the sustainability question became a big question, that there's not a lot of difference between quality and production and big R reliability, machine reliability, production reliability, and uh, and cursive R, uh, which is safety reliability and high reliability in their organization. And they deal with a lot of risks. So the journey is going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to check in with them again. And I feel really certain in saying this, I think we'll have the opportunity to do so. Because I want to see how they think about these new ideas and how they put their notion of sustainability around that. Because I think it will be worth watching. The other thing is their desire to become smarter or a learning organization. They're very hypersensitized. And I get this in their industry, in LNG, and I kind of get it geographically that you can really become focused on what you have 
and and not focus on the bigger picture on on what else is going on there. And so that ability to freely exchange information around operations and safety, I, you know, I, I'm I'm quite certain they're not as interested in exchanging, you know, competitive information or <laughs> production numbers, but around safety and reliability, they're really willing to give everything they have and to absolutely learn and listen to anybody that's that's got something to share with them. So that's a that's a pretty important thing to notice as well. It, it was this was a very uh, very, it just was really fun. It was a great opportunity. What a wonderful human being, and and what a great host. I just had a great time. Mostly, as with most trips I go on, I feel like I learned more than I taught. But I guess that's an okay way to be, because uh, uh, that makes it super valuable for me. And out of this, I brought lots and lots of information that just made me feel like I knew more. The world is a bigger place than I thought it was and a smaller place than I thought it was at the same time. And that makes it kind of worthwhile. It makes the journey kind of fun. So that is the podcast for today. Thanks for being a part of that. If you want to know more or uh, sort of dig deeper on this, we can certainly hook you up with people to talk to and, and learn from. But mostly just the opportunity to have this conversation, in my mind, was worth every second we spent doing it. So that's good. It's a... It's always fun spending time with you on the pod, and we're doing pretty good work. I'm pretty proud of you. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm pretty proud of you. Thanks for being a part of it. Listen in. Hang around. There's lots coming up. Many, many great things on the horizon. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. Do all that stuff. But mostly, keep listening. That's what matters. It's really just you and I. So until then, my friends, learn something new every single day. I bet you did today. Have as much fun as you possibly can. And for goodness sakes, special thanks to Cutter Gas for allowing me the opportunity to do this podcast. Be safe.